And welcome to another edition of the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast with me, Doug Hagan. Oh, if you're left, folks, you just ain't right. And there's a whole bunch of people just ain't right, screaming at one another, calling each other names. Some of the just most absolutely horrendous behavior from the pro-choice side of the abortion debate. Uh, people suggesting all kind of nasty things about the Supreme Court, playing out race card after race card after race card to call Clarence Thomas names according to his race. Uh, absolute trash is what the left has become. Absolute bottom-feeding, lying, muckraking trash. And that's the best thing I can say about them. The truth truly is meaningless. They top themselves in depravity every day, moral depravity. It is horrific. Uh, people on Twitter posting themselves with signs couples saying hey don't abort your baby contact us we will adopt your baby and getting attacked for it as if they're weirdos for wanting to adopt a baby and one one person screaming in in twitterese i guess screaming they were so offended that these people wanted their baby it's not it's not it's her baby you see and she wants to kill it basically there's some sick bastards on Twitter. I'm sure some of it's kids trying to, again, they're being stupid kids, but a lot of these people are sick in the head, touched in the head, as my grandfather would have said. We're going to have a whole lot of that and a whole lot of other stuff. A lot of outrage, my friends. I'm talking about outrageously outrageous outrages all over the left. So let's get into it. And by the way, I'm going to do something you never, ever thought I would do. I'm going to defend Nancy Pelosi on something. Hell may have frozen over. I don't know. Let's kick this off, though, my friends. A man was fatally shot in the city of Atlanta at a Subway restaurant. Yes, I said fatally shot. It was a restaurant worker, so some, I assume, kid working at Subway. Uh, the sub had apparently too much mayo on it, police say. So instead of just saying, hey, can you remake this? I'm sorry, there's too much mayo. Or just put mayo on the side or whatever. Uh, it accelerated and, and grew and now someone's dead. Seriously, people. Uh, a subway employee was fatally shot. Another worker was critically injured after an argument with a customer about, quote, too much mayo on his sandwich. Uh, officers responded to the shooting at, downtown, at a downtown Atlanta gas station shortly after 6.30 p.m. on Sunday. According to the Atlanta Police Department, uh, there was a news conference Monday and police chief I'm sorry, Police Deputy Chief Charles Hampton Jr. identified the worker who died as a 26-year-old woman. A second employee, 24-year-old woman, was also shot and seriously injured. A five-year-old child was also in the restaurant at the time of the shooting, but was not injured. I'm starting, I haven't read the story yet. I'm sharing it for the first time as I'm reading it. I'm getting a mental image of the person doing the shooting. Let's see if I'm correct. I'll admit if I'm not. I'm honest. I don't work for CNN or MSNBS or anything like that. I'm honest. The women were taken to hospital for treatment. The 26-year-old was pronounced dead. 
and the woman who survived apparently is in a critical condition, so prayers for her. A customer went into the restaurant, according to the police, ordered a sandwich, and became angry about his sub. I mean, everyone's gotten angry at a fast food restaurant before. But, dude, seriously. Uh, there was something wrong with the sandwich that made him so upset that he decided to take out his anger on two employees, Hampton said. Uh, Hampton also said the man was upset about the sandwich having too much mayo on it and then opened fire. So you didn't say there's too much mayo. Can you remake it? Can you give me something different? No, no. You just opened fire. Is that what I'm to understand? The man is a 36-year-old Atlanta resident. He was arrested in connection to the double shooting. As of Monday, police had not released his name. Hampton said he was taken into custody without incident. And not enough information to see if my my uh, thoughts might be, might be actually uh, correct or not. So I was thinking, I was getting the picture of a gangbanger. Just a gangbanger with, you know, I'm just going to shoot because they disrespected me with the mayo or something. But I don't know, but seriously, it's a freaking sandwich. Okay? It's a freaking sandwich. It's not that big a deal. They can remake it. You can take the mayo off. Who knows? You might take a bite and say, huh, I kind of like that. All kind of things can happen, but you don't take your gun out and shoot. And folks, I'm sorry, maybe I'm off base here. But to me, when I talk about putting people who commit violent, violent crimes away forever, yeah, I think shooting a couple people over a freaking sandwich, I think you should never see the light of day once you're sentenced again. Go to hell and burn and bitch there about mayo or not. What an absolute psychopathic bastard. Now let's look at uh, two of my favorite Hollywood types. One is the pompous, arrogant, vile bully people who I can bully and no one else. Alec Baldwin, has he shot anybody today accidentally? His finger was on the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't do it. Uh, Alec Baldwin, who mocks the NRA and gun owners and apparently should have learned some gun safety from the NRA before he killed somebody by being a careless bastard, apparently. But he's going to interview another real winner in life, Woody freaking Allen. Let me see, he he and his wife, or girlfriend, I'm not sure, Mia Farrell, adopted a Korean girl, and then Woody fell for, in love with the Korean girl when she was, what, 15? And they got married, so he went from being the, the adoptive father to the husband of this girl. Uh, I don't know, I figured it out one time, I was kind of drinking at the time, but I figured it out one time, and Woody Allen might actually be his own uncle's grandfather somehow in all this. It is pathetic. And by the way, I know I've heard a lot of people say this, that uh, they love working with Woody Allen despite all that stuff because he's such a great movie maker. I've seen several Woody Allen movies. All of them, all of them were absolute pieces of you-know-what. Absolute garbage garbage okay absolute garbage 
it's literally worse than late night TV. What late night TV, not late night TV has become since Jay Leno left. And people actually wanted to be funny and didn't want to make some political statement every five seconds. It's worse than that. But apparently Alec Baldwin is going to interview Woody Allen on Instagram. This will be live tomorrow. If you want to see loser, two loser douchebags discuss each other in life. And a lot of people don't like it. Because, you know, Alec Baldwin may be a murderer and Woody Allen is now his his own uncle and grandfather or something. I don't know. Again, why, why, you know, I saw a movie was on Meg Ryan was in it. Uh, and, uh, Alec Baldwin was in it. It was a good movie. And I caught my, cause back in those days when Meg Ryan was in her prime, she was just a beautiful woman. Very, very cute, sexy, all those things. Good actress. And you see this great actor in Alec Baldwin, and you realize that even though he's a great actor, and he is, absolute jackass as a human being. Absolute jackass. And, again, the only thing that I, I've i ever seen Alec Baldwin do good, besides some movie roles he was very good at, was when he punched the, the reporter they, who kind of jumped out of the bushes and took a picture of his wife, Kim Basinger, when they were bringing their baby home. I wish uh, Baldwin would have hit that punk three or four more times. i got to be honest. But anyway, if you get into Alec Baldwin and Woody Allen discussing whatever, uh, you can you can take that in tomorrow, apparently. I can't wait to miss it. And now there's Rudy Giuliani. Uh, apparently, the, the headline going around was that he had been assaulted at a grocery store by a grocery store employee. Uh, I've seen the footage from, you see the Giuliani and some other people and see the back of Giuliani. And you see this younger looking guy come by and kind of smack him. And it's it's kind of a hard smack on the shoulder blade, on the center of the back, the shoulder blade maybe. Because, you know, Giuliani kind of, kind of lurches forward a little bit when he gets hit. So the, the little punk shouldn't have hit Giuliani. Okay, you got some political to say to the guy, say it. If you care about your job, you keep your mouth shut, idiot. But you don't uh, you don't assault a senior citizen. It's it's just not cool. Uh, but Giuliani has some words, and well, let me get to those. Uh, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani said he was assaulted in a Staten Island supermarket by an employee in an attack that he said could could have ended his life if he had, if he had fallen over. Maybe. Uh, you definitely weren't going to die from the hit that you took. Now, if you would have gone forward, lost your balance, and hit your head, you could have been killed, yes. But it, I, to me, really, Giuliani is famous for not being a little whiner. It sounds like a whiner there. You could have killed me, man, okay? You could have killed me. I could have, like, jumped forward and, like, hit my, like, head on the, like, floor and, like, brain cranism or something would have happened. Uh, so... Rudy, shut up. You weren't almost killed, okay? Some little punk, some little liberal wannabe who doesn't have any respect or idea that any other any other people have a right to have opinions that they differ with, apparently. Smacked you on the back, on the shoulder, got fired. Leave it alone. You're running for governor. You'd be a better governor than what New York has now. Of course, that's a pretty low bar, Rudy. 
And I don't like Rudy Giuliani. I don't trust the guy. I've never been impressed by him. All I've ever heard out of Rudy Giuliani for years was, you know, I was at 9-11. I was a mayor during 9-11. I was a mayor during 9-11. I was a mayor during 9-11. I remember when he ran for president and that basically he went on several radio shows I listened to. And all he talked about was 9-11. Yes, we know, Rudy, you were the mayor. Have you done anything else substantive in your life other than screwing around on your wife, of course? Have you ever done anything to merit any praise, Rudy? And again, Rudy, you'd be a better mayor than the idiot they have now or the former idiot that, uh, I guess, chased his old, all the secretaries around the desk or something. He'd be better than any Democrat, but you're not going to tell me that Giuliani is this really rock-solid conservative dude because he's not. He never has been. But anyway, Rudy... Conservatives don't do what you did, okay? Don't exaggerate. Don't blow something out of proportion. Act like an adult. That's what Republicans and conservatives do. Well, some of them not named Kinzinger or Liz Cheney anyway. Or the membership of the Lincoln Project either. But seriously, Rudy, you weren't almost killed. Kid shouldn't have done it. I'm sure he's getting, getting fired and good. He was probably a terrible employee anyway. But knock off the embellishment, okay? Be a little better than, than the rest, Rudy. Can you do that, please? Uh, now, nah, that's, I'm going to save that for last. I'm saving that for last. I'm saving that for last. I'm not going there yet. But uh, I've got an outrageous, outrageously outrageous outrage. At least the left thinks so. The Supreme Court has done something unbelievable to the left, my friends. And Gorsuch uh, had a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal way to explain this. The Supreme Court has just uh, today, I believe, back a coach, a, a football coach, uh, Joseph Kennedy. He liked to go to the 50-yard line after games and pray, and some players would come out if they wanted to and pray with him. And he was told by the wonderful state of Marxifornia that he was a separation of church and state. You can't do that. They, some parents got upset because they felt their children might be pressured to go pray. Or they might just think, oh, I'm going to go support the coach. Or they might say, you know, I think that's kind of cool. Or they might actually pray anyway. So those players, the coach, obviously have a right to go pray in public. That's what uh, Gorsuch and the even Roberts got his head out of his butt long enough to get get it right on this one, along with Thomas Alito. Uh, almost said Kagan, no, not Kagan. Uh, Barrett, Comey Barrett, and Kavanaugh. So all six of them ruled, and of course Sotomayor was was waxing on about the separation of church and state. Separation of church and state. It's a high school football coach and some of his players praying at a 50-yard line. Tell me how that is Congress making a law respecting an establishment of religion. I don't think Congress was even there, Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, the dumb Latina of the bench, of the court, rather, that, that genius Barack Obama blessed us with. You and your obsession with church and state separation. 
It's a high school football coach and some players choosing on their own to go pray. If that offends somebody, you know what? Guess what? Too damn bad. Too bad. And I love what Gorch has had to say explaining uh, explaining this. Uh, but here's the story from Yahoo News. A decision with sweeping implications, the media. They've got to get their brooms up. we got to have some sweeping implications, guys. Get your brooms out in the newsroom. Uh, no, not you, Hillary. We, your brooms for other things. Go ahead. Okay, you're going to fly out for lunch. Good. Go see you, Hillary. Uh, but in a decision with sweeping implication for the separation of church and state, words that never appear in the Constitution, by the way, thank you very much. I'm sorry, thank me very much. Uh, the Supreme Court on Monday sided with a former high school football coach who was fired, excommunicated, shit can, shown the door as a coach because he offered prayers at the 50-yard line after game despite objections from the school district that students felt compelled to take part. Well, how come these school districts never worry about students feeling compelled to do something they might not want to when they have one of their stupid walk-off, walkouts to, to protest gun violence or things like that? You don't worry about it then. In the latest entrance, entrance instance of the nation's highest court backing a religious freedom claim, a majority of the justices said that the assistant coach Joseph Kennedy's prayer were a private matter and did not amount to the school district's endorsement of Christianity. Of course they did. The school district's not endorsing anything. This is a coach going out to pray. Very simple. Should have never been told not to. People, He should have been left alone. The players should have been left alone. Uh, at most... Maybe they would ask him, could you make sure the players know they don't have to do it? Which I don't think they did anyway. I think they were doing so, again, probably supporting their coach or because they wanted to. And that's what really makes the left, man. Got kids at that age wanting to pray? God. What's this, or what's this country coming to, right? Associate Justice Neil Gorsuch wrote the 6-3 majority opinion. The court's three liberal justices dissented asserting that the majority had effectively abandoned a 1971 precedent that had once set the standard for how such cases should be resolved. Oh, that's too bad. Key, in 1971, you apparently had some stupid-ass justices on the court back then, which probably didn't belong there. Uh, but this is, I like the way this is worded, respect for religious expressions is indispensable to life in a free and diverse republic, whether those expressions take place in a sanctuary or on a field, and whether they manifest through the spoken word or a bowed head, Gorsuch wrote. Here, a government entity sought to punish an individual for, for engaging in a brief, quiet, personal religious observance doubly protected by the First Amendment. Bravo, Justice Gorsuch. Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, watch him. Learn from him. Open your mind. Use the brain. Follow Gorsuch. Become a Gorsuch head. Uh, the decision, of course, came on the heels of a series of rulings. A series, they say in which the court has significantly shifted the interpretation of the Constitution toward a conservative viewpoint. 
No, they've looked at it from the founder's viewpoint, the constitutional viewpoint, because the Constitution is written. What they ruled on was very clear. All these cases have been very correct. Abortion is not a federal right. It's reserved to the states. That's what the con- read the Tenth Amendment. Come on. The same with uh, carrying guns in New York. Second Amendment says what it says, and it damn well means what it says. I don't care what the idiot jackass Yankees in New York think. I mean, look at the crime rate in their city. And they're telling anybody else how to fight crime. They think New York citizens have to come groveling and begging for the right to carry a gun to, to defend their life. What a hell. I would never live in New York, and that's why, ever. One of the places I'll never live. New Jersey, California, Massachusetts. Didn't forget about any of y'all. Also last week in another 6-3 opinion, the court struck down a century-old New York gun law that limited the ability of residents to obtain licenses to carry guns in, in public. They didn't read the Second Amendment. The Supreme Court did. Uh, and of course you had the, uh, the uh, Roe v. Wade decision. It's just not been a good week for the far left, my friend. And the Judiciary Department has it. Oh, it makes my heart very warm, my friends. Very warm. It's like I'm watching a, I, uh, what is it, uh, Lassie, a Lassie marathon from when I was a kid on Sunday nights, watching Lassie and Timmy falling in well again. Damn, Timmy, you were clumsy. And Lassie saving him and all the Campbell Soups commercial I remember from Sunday night Disney. That's before Disney started trying to, to groom kids to be transsexuals. That's before Disney went into the tranny business. And I'm not talking about fixing your transmission in your car either. Back in the good old days when I was a kid. And yes, I climbed trees. I rode multiple bicycles without a helmet. I drank whole milk. Did I mention I climbed trees? Did I mention I did other things that were probably not too smart? But what's the old expression? Boys will be boys. And I I made it out fine. Most did until the liberals came and tried to destroy everything. Uh, let me see. That's about it for that story. Some other quotes and stuff, but you don't care what those people said. Uh, let me see. Oh, no, this is tragic. This one hurts, my friends. As a music lover, uh, I can't think of any any group that's more inspiring and brilliant in their musical talents than uh, Green Day. <laughs> oh, Green Day, really? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, but anyway, Green Day, mucho angry. At least the lead singer is mucho angry. His name, if you didn't know it, is Billy Joe Armstrong. Billy Joe Arms, that sounds like the name of somebody who would be a patriot. Who would be who would be climb, climbing trees as a kid and, and playing in mud puddles and stuff and and would actually as an adult be saying things like, hey, y'all watch this, hold my bear. Things that's what Billy Joe Armstrong's supposed to say. But this Billy Joe Armstrong hates America, apparently, because he's moving to Great Britain. Because he's tired of effing America, man. He's very angry, like the effing fuck 
effing supreme effing 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 fucking court that thing yeah the abortion thing and like america sucks and um i'm gonna live i'm coming up in england man yeah we'll bring my lack of any musical ability and talent right here right here man uh but anyway green day star billy joe armstrong says he's renouncing his u.s citizenship yes that's right that silent sound you heard was America just giving a very satisfied smile and thumbs up with a with a, a salutation for Mr. Armstrong. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, you little whiny bitch. Uh, during a London concert Friday, he said, F America. <laughs> and he didn't mean forget. Uh, the musician said he was staying in the UK and that there was too much effing stupid in the effing world to go back to the miserable uh, effing excuse for an effing country. Armstrong's remarks came in response to the Supreme Court of the United States overturning Roe v. Wade. And Green Day is known for using its musical flat platform to protest political issues and also known for their complete, uh, complete catalog of dozens of absolutely shitty songs. Uh, let me see. Armstrong is 50, acts like he's 12, with a learning disability. Made the declaration during a Friday concert telling the audience there's too much effing stupid in the world. <laughs> Sounds like a book about the, the biography of Billy Joe Armstrong of, of Green Day. Uh, he also told the crowd he was going to move to the UK. A statement was met with roaring applause, of course, they were all stoned, so they might not have heard him correctly. Armstrong's remarks came as protests erupted across the U.S. after the conservative majority high court voted to overturn the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, which was incorrectly decided and was corrected by this an adult Supreme Court, except for Sotomayor and Kagan and uh, uh, whatever, uh, Stephen Breyer, the other one, the one who's retiring so that we can get a new black woman justice who can't identify what a woman is because she ain't no biologist. So get off her butt, people. So there you go. Green Day, no mas, their music in America, apparently. Yeah, you won't be missed. You really won't be missed. And as I mentioned in the opening, I believe I did anyway, there's been a lot of attacks on pregnancy centers that aren't pro-abortion. They don't refer for abortions. They don't provide abortions or access. They have a more pro-life approach. They give options. They, they give sonograms, medical care, uh, a lot of free stuff they give out that's donated to them. Uh, but in Lynchburg, Virginia, the Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center in Lynchburg was vandalized by pro-abortion fanatics uh, after the Supreme Court ruling. Uh, this is from Weasel Zippers. And... Just, it's sad. It's sad. Listen to the audio of this uh, news report. It's very short. If it ever plays. Authorities in Virginia are investigating an act of vandalism at a pregnancy center in Lynchburg this weekend. Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center counsels women with unplanned pregnancies, but does not refer them for abortions. Graffiti sprayed on their building leads Lynchburg police to believe it was done by abortion rights activists. On its Facebook page Friday, the center praised the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Governor Duncan responded to the vandalism on Twitter by saying, quote, 
There's no room for this in Virginia. And today in Fairfax, the St. John Newman Catholic Community Church in Reston was also vandalized. Police say they found smoldering mulch on the grounds and abortion-related graffiti. They're currently working to review surveillance footage to identify the perpetrator. And there is some uh, like close cam, uh, close uh, close cam footage of these little punks. Uh, Jane's Revenge, I think, may have taken credit for this. There's another one they took credit for that, that I have uh, to talk about. That's uh, Paso Robles Pregnancy Center, vandalized by a pro-abortion group. Jane's Revenge is the one that uh, took credit for this debauchery and this evil. And I'll let you listen to that report. Also very, very brief to let you all know. services like free pregnancy tests and ultrasounds. It also offers baby clothing and post-abortion counseling. Paso Robles police say someone vandalized the center between Friday night and Saturday morning. They say it may have come in light of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Police say the Tree of Life received a letter from a pro-abortion extremist group called Jane's Revenge. They say the group's letter stated that they intended to cause harm. Casey Wai reached out to the Tree of Life but did not hear back by the time of this newscast. Police say they have no suspects so far. And again, the, there are more of these incidents happening. So because Roe v. Wade was overturned, these pro-choice champions are going to go out and attack centers that help women who are in unwanted pregnancies, teenage girls, things like that. Your typical, the face of the pro-choice movement, that they care about these women. If they, if they choose the wrong kind of clinic, they're going to be in trouble, and those clinics need to be shut down. According to Jane's Revenge, what a bunch of damn losing Marxist bastards. And now, my friends, let's move on. Uh, VictoryGirlsBlog.com, very, very, very good blog, uh, run by, well, a bunch of girls, women, lady folk, females, and they, well, the title of the post is, is very, it says, Dear Celebs, shut up and sing. Wait on second thoughts. That's what I've always said. Let the liberals say what they're going to say. Let the left go. I mean, they shoot themselves in the foot more times than we could ever shoot them in the feet. And I mean that figuratively, obviously, not literally. Uh, but just shut up. This is by Darlene Click that wrote this. Great writer, great lady. Never met her, but I know she's a great lady. Uh, being famous because you're, you warble the latest top 100 pop songs or were born into a famous family or were the third banana on a 50-year-old TV show, it doesn't make you an authority on every crisis du jour with hordes of benighted little people dying to hear your take. Oh, now, Darlene, you've hurt their egos now. How dare you? You know how sensitive they are. We get it, Darlene writes. Humility and gratitude in the cultural and political upper class are harder to find than Liz Cheney's integrity. Bravo on that one. This leads to the maddening effect that each left-wing shiny object that catches attention suddenly calls for our media to immediately make room for a parade of empty Gucci suits and Christian uh, Louboutin pumps 
I probably mispronounced that, but I don't wear pumps, so I don't care. And reason discourse, um, a masterful marshalling of facts, soberly presented with a plea for reason deliberation. <laughs> oh, hell no. Let the spittle fly and the garment rending begin. Billy Joe Armstrong of the late 80s band Green Bay uh, had, an, <laughs> had an aneurysm over Dobbs, uh, the Dobbs decision, as announced, he's renouncing his citizenship. Uh, I already referenced that, but uh, the singer also said, I'm not kidding, uh, says the adult sexually confused punker. Darlene replies, don't threaten us with good time, Billy. Just shut up and go. Samuel L. Jackson trots out the usual racist slurs against Justice Thomas. Uh, as if the spokes hole for a credit card company has the intellectual heft to darn Thomas's socks. Maybe someone can read Thomas's concurring opinion to Jackson and have the patience to explain all the big words or two or more syllables. There was a usual unhinged screeching from the faded actress list looking to claw a few moments of spotlight. Bette Midler did her toxic channeling of Emily Letalia having no clue what Justice Alito wrote, Amy Schumer engaged in tired mendacities, and even Linda Carter did a turn of wonderless woman tweeting before even knowing that Dobbs didn't ban abortion, but just returned it to the States. But, 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 she cried, women shouldn't have to travel for abortion, abortion care. What, should they just drive in? They'll drive up to you? It's like a valet service? Okay, I need an abortion. Oh, and by the way, can you stop and get me a bucket of KFC on the way and some mashed potatoes, extra damn gravy? Why not? Why not? I mean, this is this is the mindset. Everything is there. If you're liberal. You just, oh, it should all be right there for you. You're so special. You have an opinion. Uh, back to this piece. Hollywood contracts must have have clause that performers must have the moral centers of their brains removed before signing she writes of course celeb public meltdowns have a certain comedic value and that leads us to james woods who uh is not a liberal in any way and he's a legend on twitter he tweeted this uh monica Lewinsky, who apparently now you know monica Lewinsky of the blue dress the uh yeah the, uh, the blowjob in, in the, uh, was it Oval Office? I'm not sure. But anyway, the, B <laughs> the BJ heard around the world <laughs> and the stained blue dress. And I did not have sex with that woman. Hillary, I mean, uh, Monica Lewinsky. Have you seen my cigar, by the way? I did not. And what does the word is mean? It depends on what the word is is. Okay, you have to understand me. Damn it. And also, I would say I should be on the Supreme Court because I'll tell you what a woman is. <laughs> but anyway, enough of the Bill Clinton impersonation. Uh, but Monica Lewinsky, who identifies as she, her, if you care about her pronouns. Here's a here's a hint for you, Monica. I don't give a rat's you know what about your damn uh, pronoun uh, preferences. Okay. Don't care. Uh, Monica Lewinsky tweeted this. This was really creative. It took her a while. I understand she used at least seven words of crayons before someone explained to her that 
you're you're just messing your computer screen up. You have to type the words on Twitter. But anyway, Monica Lewinsky, she her at Monica Lewinsky. Uh, tweeted this, fuck you, Roberts, fuck you, Thomas, fuck you, Alito, fuck you, Kavanaugh, fuck you, Gorsuch, and fuck you, Comey, Barrett. You know, none of them are actually president, so you don't have to do that to get somewhere, right, Monica? And for God's sakes, we're a bib this time or something. But anyway, James Wood saw this, and he had a great reply in his tweet. Uh, linking to Monica Lewinsky's t- tweet, he said, you're going to need a bigger dress. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Sick humor is the best humor. Unfortunately, these people take their name recognition rankings as magical certification of importance. They may well not shut up, but we can turn them off and turn them out. And again, that from Darlene Click, the legendary to me, Darlene Click. Uh, greatness right there. Greatness, folks. Absolute greatness. Now we've got Mike Florio, and I know what you're thinking. Mike Florio had an opinion about something? Wait, wait, who the hell is Mike Florio? Exactly, who the hell is Mike Florio? Well, in the Outkick, Bobby Burke writes about uh, Mike Florio being very, 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 how many varies was that? Very butthurt over the uh, constitutional ruling. Uh, I have to say it. The abortion of Roe v. Wade. That's what it was. Uh, Mike Florio has his uh, a website called Pro Football Talk. I've never heard it because I really don't give a rat, you know, what, what Mike Florio says about anything, especially the Supreme Court. Uh, but today there was a message on his uh, NFL, or excuse me, Pro Football Talk website. NFL stay silent on elimination of 50-year constitutional right. That's the headline. A 50-year-old constitutional right. Oh, you mean the one that wasn't actually constitutional because abortion is not mentioned in the actual Constitution? You mean that invented right? That this Supreme Court, the Supreme Court of adults, not activists, Americans not Marxist, the one they just kicked to the curb and corrected and sent the issue back to the states, Mr. Florio. That's the one you were talking about, I'm sure. Uh, Florio, Borok writes, is upset that the NFL has not commented on a Friday Supreme Court decision to give abortion rights back to the states. Let me stress that for Florio. He's not that bright. He cannot believe a football league would not openly discuss abortion laws. Of course, they shouldn't, should they? That's right. That's why people want to listen to pro football talk or college football talk or uh, whatever kind of lesbian lesbian lacrosse league, whatever whatever it is, they want to talk about the sport, not politics. Okay, at the lesbian lacrosse league, that might be different. Are the players hot? And what are they wearing? Those might come up with men, but otherwise sports fans just want to talk about their whatever their sport is. Florio said there's been no statement, no tweet, no expression of support for the employees of teams in the 22 states in which the NFL does business. If those individuals must travel to other states in order to implement an intensely personal and inherently difficult health care decision, Florio writes, why should they, Mike Florio? Why? One good reason, buddy. One good reason. 
Florio then notes that the NFL lags behind more woke sports leagues, that are also more broke, probably. The NBA and WNBA, in contrast, promptly spoke out on the development. Well, you know what? Because the WNBA and the NBA spoke out on it doesn't mean the NFL is morally obligated to do so. Besides, the NFL spoken out on a bunch of things they don't understand. Like you, Mike Florio, you're apparently not familiar with that thing called our Constitution. You're probably wondering, Borokrax, why the NFL or any sports league would comment on social issues that have nothing to do with sports. Well, the reason is people like Florio. See, they've got to, they, they want to elevate themselves. Maybe think they'll make more money if they get into politics. And they can go on MSNBS and be, I don't know, maybe Joy Reid's Bitch Boy or something. Mike Florio would probably get into that. Maybe they think that or they think they're supposed to or whatever the case. Uh, they just think they're that important, perhaps. The sports media, which is further left than the news media, not only demands that leagues take a stance on political issues, but they also demand which side they take. And you can guess which side that is, Borg writes. That's the problem here. First, don't talk about it. You shouldn't. If you do, make damn sure you present both sides. Again, it's a bad, to me, a bad business decision for anyone to get into that because people aren't tuning in the game going, all right, Stanley Cup's on. All right, NBA playoffs are on. All right, baseball season's back. NASCAR's on. Golf's on. People actually watch golf. I still don't get it, my friends. But anyway, that's why people watch sports. If they wanted to watch debate shows, political shows, news shows, they tune in any number of uh, news stations they could if they wanted to. But they don't. They're watching golf or football or hockey or tennis, whatever. They don't want politics involved in that. It's not popular with the fans, you idiots. Being social justice warriors really kind of sucks for most people who aren't being social justice warriors and pretending they care. Burke writes, the pressure to get woke extends beyond Florio, ESPN, the New York Times, and the Washington Post are on these leagues constantly to get more politically correct. Sports leagues operate much like Hollywood and corporate America. They deduce that it's easier to take the progressive side of every issue than risk annoying smear pieces from the far-left press. In other words, they're, they're more afraid of the far-left press and their lies and their propaganda than they are of fans uh, speaking with their feet and their ticket buying and their T-shirt buying and their package on uh, the satellite or, or, uh, or cable to watch your products. You understand? Sports leagues operate much like Hollywood again. They're more afraid of the far-left press. In 2020, the NFL painted end racism in the end zones to proactively dissuade the media from calling the league racist. Similarly, the NFL is likely to eventually denounce the courts overturning Roe v. Wade if enough media types threaten to call the brand misogynistic, for which Florio laid the groundwork. And the NFL will probably cave. I'm sure they'll have a crying announcer at the beginning of the... Uh, the uh, the color guy, the guy who does not not the play by play, but who analyzes uh, someone like Chris Collinsworth. He's a very entertaining guy, very knowledgeable about football, but occasionally he goes off on a political tangent and shows that yeah, he's kind of an idiot. 
We fully expect the rest of sports media to join Florio in calling for the NFL to say it supports women having abortions whenever and wherever they choose. Why not on the 50-yard line? I mean, come on. And why are none of the cheerleaders pregnant or apparently pregnant? Really, shouldn't all the NFL cheerleaders be unwed girls seeking abortions who are pregnant? And every week we can have a different one, get an abortion performed at the 50-yard line on NBC, CBS, whatever. And all think of the ratings. Think of the think of the virtue signaling the NFL and the liberal hacks like Mark Florio can get out of that. Uh, and speaking of issues regarding women that have nothing to do with football. Bork asked a very pertinent question. Why isn't Florio calling on the NFL to comment on Leah Thomas jeopardizing the future of athletics for females? And by females, he means, of course, actual females. And now, my friend, the time has come that I thought would never, ever, 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 ever come. I'm going to defend Nancy Pelosi. God help me. Make sure there's not a lightning storm anywhere nearby right now. Uh, there was some thunder and lightning earlier. Uh, Maya Flores won a congressional seat down in Texas recently, and I was very happy with that. The left was, uh, they were not very happy about it. But she had a tweet. The tweet said, I am so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to face her. She continued to smile and pose for the picture like a queen. No child should be pushed to the side for a photo op, period. Um, so I went and saw what it was, and there's a one of these things called a tweet on what they call Twitter. And uh, James Wood actually, James Woods, excuse me, actually put this up. And this story I got from uh, Washington Examiner, so you know. Uh, but there's a tweet here, and you see Nancy Pelosi with the, the Flores family, your two little girls. And Nancy Pelosi's there wearing a uh, blue pantsuit. And the two little girls are there to her right. And it looks kind of like she puts her arm down. She looks at the little girl. She's smiling in that fake Pelosi smile that looks like it was drawn by a psychopath uh, because she's had that many facelifts. But anyway, she takes her right arm and elbow and kind of looks like she nudges the little girl a little bit. Not to like move her, but just like, I don't know. But this isn't really hitting the girl or really shoving her. And I don't know. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I probably like her at least as least as anybody likes her. I think she's a terrible person. I think she's a terrible, terrible blight on the country. I think she's the last kind of person that should ever be in political office, quite frankly. Uh, I'm not going to comment on her husband. who's probably passed out drunk behind his wheel of his car right now in traffic. But I'm not going to comment on that. But uh, Pelosi did this, and it was on Fox News, the uh, noontime show they have. Uh, the one with Emily Compagno, who I am in love with. My God, that woman. She actually liked two of my, two of my Instagram comments. She liked them. You know what that means. That's right. That's right. I might be Mr. Compagno one day. 
Uh, just kidding, Emily. You're great. Love you. Love to see you. Best legs of any media member I can think of. Emily Compagno. A great lady. But anyway, they were talking about it. And I'm sorry. I, I hate to defend Nancy Pelosi. But I don't see her being really mean or rude. It looks more like someone kind of playing with the kid. Like you, you take your elbow and kind of push him a little bit. I remember my granddad would do that to me. I know uncles would do it to me. Uh, you know, they just kind of, you know, nudge you a little bit. I don't see anything uh, vicious or malicious in it. And I, I think conservatives do ourselves no favor when we harp on something like this. Because most people watch it and they go, and I don't see anything. I uh, still don't see anything. Don't go there. There's many, many, many more more very important things to criticize Pelosi, who's a horrible, horrible person, in my opinion, other than this. Don't go there, Representative Flores. Don't fall for it. Let it go. Uh, I don't know. You know, but uh, I know that uh, this is the thing that liberals glom onto and make big deals out of to try to make conservatives look bad. Because the way the media is tilted, Representative Flores, it works for the left. It never works for the right. Understand that. And the people that are looking at it and seeing what you see, and I understand as a parent, if you want to, you want to, somebody mess with your kid in any way, you may get really mad really quick. I don't see the benefit in this, though. I really don't. With all due respect to you, and I'm still very happy you won your seat, and I hope you hold it. Uh, Representative Flores, you sound like exactly the right kind of person we do need in Congress. Uh, give me five more of you and ten less of Pelosi. It'd be a lot better country, quite frankly. I just don't see the outrage here, so maybe tamp that down. I don't know. But thank you very much for listening, my friends. That is it. I actually had to defend Nancy Pelosi. God help me. I'm going to take a long, hot shower now. Maybe two or three of them. Maybe three or four, you never know. But thank you very much for listening, my friends. Remember, three golden rules of life. Go Gators. All college football is getting closer. God bless America. And if you're left, you just ain't right. And most likely never will be. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Take care. Be good. I'll talk to you all very, very soon. Hopefully tomorrow. And hopefully the audio records on this one. And if it didn't, you'll never know because I'll pretend it never happens. How's that? Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Be good. If you want to become a contributor, monthly contributor to the Daily Gator podcast, if you're left, you just ain't right, go to anchor, anchor.dughagan, and you'll find the link there to become a monthly contributor. And you pick the amount of money that will be donated every month. I certainly appreciate it if you do. God bless y'all. Take care. Be good. Say your say your prayers, eat your vitamins, all that fun stuff. And Nancy, watch your elbows. Y'all be good. <laughs>